Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. If you are listening this in real time, we are in February of 2022, and I wonder how you might be feeling. We got through the holidays, and it's potentially winter where you are, a lot of New Year's resolutions, a lot of diet culture around us, probably a lot of people in your life trying to make changes to quote-unquote better themselves and There's nothing wrong with any of that, of course, but I think when we're healing our relationship to food, it's such a countercultural journey that you're going through. You know, you're opting out of a lot of dieting or food restrictions or plans of some sort. And it can just feel kind of lonely sometimes. And it's also normal to just feel discouraged in this process or just kind of in it imperfectly to go through periods of feeling stuck to feel kind of uninspired or not want to change certain things. And so I, I hope that this episode will land for you today. If you're feeling any of those things, I definitely was thinking of the time of year and um, where a lot of you might be. This episode was definitely inspired by a specific client of mine. Um, and I'll share a little bit about her coming up, but it's hard when you're in this process and, and maybe you're at the beginning and you haven't known what to expect or maybe you've been doing this for a while, or maybe you've been trying a million different things. And, you know, you just maybe have some certain beliefs or feelings or thoughts that you get stuck on. And it's so frustrating because there's these like two parts of you. You There's a part of you that wants to change so much. And this intellectual part of you that knows this change will help you, whether that's feeling better or lessening the guilt or trying something new. And then there's this other part that when you're in it, when it comes down to doing the actual change to your dismay, it just feels impossible. And so, you know, I want to frame out this episode as just some really specific skills. Again, a particular client of mine who, um, with her permission, I'm things that she has been doing lately that have really resulted in tremendous strides and progress in her recovery with, of course, the hope that you might have something to gain from her. Uh, From the beginning of this podcast, we've talked about stories and how important they are, um, whether it's other professionals sharing their stories or perspectives or people um, just like you who have been in this process. It's wonderful to hear from someone who you really relate to. And I think we can see ourselves in stories. So I want to thank her for her willingness to share, her willingness to keep working in this process, and you know, and hope that you know some of this might be applied to to your journey, even if not specifically. But maybe there's something that might inspire you. Before we hop into the episode, 
I want to also mention that I have an upcoming podcast that I'm recording with a therapist where we're going to be discussing kind of preparing for vacations, warmer weather, the triggers that are associated with that, along with maybe how to talk to people in your life about what you're going through or managing certain situations. So I I think it's going to be, again, really timely, and I'm very excited about that. So keep an eye out for that one. Hopping into today's episode, some of the skills that I'm going to talk through are looking at black and white thoughts, willingness as a skill, um, certain fused thoughts of living in color, living in the gray, figuring out what matters to us and how these things all kind of tie together. So first, I'm going to talk through each concept individually, and then kind of bring it together for you and then give you some really tangible things that you can think about. But I want to frame out kind of how we might apply this. So when you first think about black and white thoughts, these are things where you might do or think in extremes. So yes or no, eat this, not that. This was good. This was bad. I can't do this because. So it's almost like if you are just feeling like you have no other choice. And again, it's, it's like this split where there's a part of you that's maybe logical that knows it's okay to eat carbohydrates. You are really coming around to that. But why do you still feel so guilty when you do? Why does it still feel so wrong? Or why, if you decide to have bread on your sandwich, do you feel compelled to eat something differently than you really wanted for your evening snack? If there's a part of you that knows that like fats are good for you, your brain is made up of 70% fat, every cell in your body is outlined with, with fat. Every single tissue in our body utilizes fat as an energy. It pads our organs. It helps us regulate our body temperature. It's essential. It helps us deliver hormones, messages in our body. It's, it's so, but then when you're eating something that contains fat or is high calories, you, again, you feel so wrong or bad about it, or you're so fearful of potential weight gain as a result. There's these splits where we have these really automatic black and white, there's only these two things, there's only this or that. And then there's this other part of us that can see these more logical solutions, but our other, our thoughts are so ingrained. They're so automatic. And again, it's just this like endless frustration of um, like specifically the, the client that I'm talking about, who's really been utilizing these skills. An example of that recently was having a more, uh, a, a cereal that contains sugar and isn't super high fiber and very low calorie, but just wanting to have some cereal that she really enjoys. And she still likes the other type of cereal, but she wants it to be a choice. She doesn't want to be, I can only have this one. She wants to have options. And so how do you kind of break through that where again, you're not eating the cereal and then compensating wildly by not having something else later or feeling so incredibly guilty that it's impacting, you know, your entire day. How do you get through these types of things? So this is where willingness comes in to work with these black and white thoughts. Willingness is really an activity, a skill to challenge these black and white thoughts. So if you think about willingness, it's something that it's a choice. It's an action. It's not like a feeling. So it doesn't mean you like feel willing, like, oh, I would love to have, you know, cereal like that. Or I would love to eat that at dinner and not feel guilty. You may not 
feel like that's possible. Like I, how would I not feel guilty eating pasta after dinner? Because I've literally felt guilty about eating it for years. You know, you, you want that to be different, but changing that thought, it feels impossible. And so I think that it's like, we don't have to feel like that, but willingness is something that, you know, we don't have to like it. We don't have to approve it or even want in that moment, but it involves like an openness and allowing. So Maybe willingness is something that's best talked about as an analogy. So if we think about approaching a stop sign, black and white thoughts say you can turn right or left. And those are the thoughts that you've had for years. If I eat this, I will gain weight uncontrollably. If I eat this, it is terrible and I should feel so incredibly guilty. Or so I shouldn't eat it at all. Or if I do, this is going to be the outcome. So you're approaching the stop sign, you go right or left. And right is that kind of familiar trap. I can't do this. Or if I eat that, it's terrible for me. And then the right is really just too scary. So when you think about what is beyond the stop sign, you know, what happens if you go straight? And that's where like willingness kind of comes in. And it's a way that we can observe ourselves and take pause to find if there's some different solutions. I was talking to another client about this idea the other day. She said, you know, I think I'm at around a five out of 10 um, in terms of where I want to be right now. And so when we were going through session, we were looking at things of what can take you from a five to a six. And so if it's, you know, feeling comfortable eating a certain snack, you know, so many times a week, what takes her if every day of the week is a seven maybe we don't go there. Maybe we pick a few days of the week. That's one or two more than is currently a five to kind of equal a six. So that's something I'm thinking of like willingness of like, what is going to help you make an incremental change? And you're trying to find what are some different options. So um, an example of this might be maybe one of the ones that my clients use, my client used recently was being too afraid to have a sugary cereal that she really enjoys, but knowing that she deserves to enjoy food, but that also not being an option in her mind. Again, that's that like black and white, like I want to be able to enjoy that. I know on its head, logically, that's totally fine. But then there's this other part of me when it comes down to having it, that it doesn't feel like an option. And so kind of what is beyond that stop sign? And one of the things that she came up with was mixing a cereal she really enjoys with one that feels safer today. And so it was frustrating to her because it doesn't feel like she's completely choosing, you know, the one I should be able to have this. It's okay. I know that it's, this is annoying, but then the other part that says, nope, we can't do that. So how do you find what, what again is going to take you from a five to a six today? And so there's this thing for her where it's like, you know, kind of mixing that together and having a little bit of both. And it takes a willingness to see that there is a different option here and be able to take that risk to change. So maybe you're in your recovery or healing and it's more challenging than not eating of the cereal, or maybe it's changing how you feel about it. Maybe you've eaten a, a cereal that you would deem quote unquote sugary and less healthy or whatever but you felt so bad about it. So maybe it's choosing to change how you feel about it. And just this openness that maybe it's not as, you know, terrible as it seems to you, or maybe it's something that you're tired of letting yourself feel awful about, 
or maybe it's that, you know, not letting the shame that you might feel about your body take away from your permission to really enjoy something that you eat. So no matter what level or whatever the specific barrier is, willingness says I take the energy and time to entertain a new way of eating something or how I feel about something. It's risky, but you're not holding yourself accountable to changing everything about it today. You're just willing to take one step and try one thing. So you allow yourself to fail at it and to not feel good about it. But then you use willingness as something to be proud of. And you make a note of that. It's a wonderful thing to be able to like celebrate these tiny wins. You know, sometimes we think about like, oh, count your positives or celebrate your wins or tiny incremental changes. But this is it in action real time. And it's actually very powerful. Willingness It's a commitment to take a pause, to take a risk, to try again, and to really keep at it. And sometimes you can think about maybe somebody that you trust in your life, or if you're working with a therapist, this would be wonderful to work with them on, of maybe taking some time to journal, to process some of these situations with somebody maybe write it down and come back to it later. So that specific black and white thought of, you know, gosh, I, um, I went on a date with my husband this past weekend and, you know, I really wanted this particular dish, but if I felt too overwhelmed, I was afraid I wouldn't be able to really pay attention to him or be present or without feeling really guilty about what I had ordered. So I ended up ordering this other dish that felt safer to me. And so, you know, you think about that later and taking that time to pause and go, what what was maybe a different option that I could have done? You know, was it ordering maybe the safer dish, but also getting an appetizer or dessert? You know, is that something that I could have challenged there? Again, it's taking that pause. It's taking a look at like, what could have been some of those different options? Um, Or maybe if in real time, your husband had suggested, why don't we get this? And, and you had said, you know, I don't feel like I can get that right now, but I, I made a note of it and I would like to try that soon. And, and then you guys really follow up on that and plan a time for you to be able to do that. And then you're prepared and you're ready. And maybe you think about what other things you might need to eat or do in that day to feel okay in that moment, eating that particular thing. But these wins that we can get, these little quote unquote tiny, but they're, but they're big. They build momentum, they build confidence, they build trust. These things, they help us keep going. And so that's where I think there's this mix of, again, these black and white thoughts that we've been conditioned to have. I don't feel that I have a choice. How could I never not feel guilty about this? How could I ever eat that and be okay? And to weave in this willingness to help us get through it. And the client that I've been really inspired by and just really admire the work that she's doing right now. Again, if we think about the stop sign, you know, she could go this way or this way. Willingness gets her out in front of the stop sign, but it's also helpful for her to have this vision of what she's moving towards. And so how she defines this is this idea of living in color. So if we think about black and white, a lot of people say, oh, I need to live in the gray somewhere in between. And for her, she takes it a step further and says, I want to live in the color because she wants to live her life in accordance with what matters to her. So she lets herself kind of dream that a little bit. And although she doesn't judge herself for struggling with an eating disorder, or I wouldn't judge you for struggling with disordered eating or engaging in dieting over the years, like, again, this stuff is this conditioned, we didn't, you know, really ask for this kind of thing. 
you didn't sign up to be obsessed and stressed about food. She's deeply aware that her eating disorder keeps her from fully living her life in ways that she wants to. Things like spontaneity, flexibility, and extreme fear of eating foods that makes her stress about weekends with friends, hosting people, or date nights. And these are all stressful for reasons she doesn't want. And so living in color helps pull forward even willingness. It's that taking that step leads to a life in color. So you might kind of even consider about what does your life in color look like to you? You know, being specific about what matters to you. I wish I could go here and do this. I wish that I didn't think about this all the time. And then trying to really break that down into very few specific things. So maybe your automatic answer is, I want to feel free around food. I don't want to feel obsessed about food. I don't want to think about food all the time. Try and break down a couple of examples to work towards because you need these glimpses when you're going through this process, you know, and, and also think about what are some black and white thoughts or some situations that are really bothering you that show up over and over again. You know, maybe again, that's if I go here, I can't do that. Or if I have that, I can't eat that, or I shouldn't be eating this. It just this like constant sense of these things. And so, you know, write down some specific things that you would again, like to be able to do and brainstorm some different challenges to come up that could introduce a little bit of change. Um, so maybe it's, you know, thinking about maybe you want to be able to eat a sandwich without really feeling guilty about it. So maybe you figure out that if you eat like a lower calorie bread at first, that that's helpful to you to make a little bit of change and taking the time to kind of comfort yourself through that situation you know, tune in to remind yourself this is okay. And what you're trying is different. And even though it doesn't feel okay, it will be, but this is one small step and openness to really listening to your own experience. So as we close, again, you're thinking about black and white thoughts, kind of getting up to that stop sign. You can go this way or that way. And then you kind of move forward with willingness, which is not a wanting to or an approving of, but an openness to how could I make one tiny little change here and thinking about something that you're moving towards, what matters to you? What does life and color look like to you? I wanted to close this episode with a reminder directly from the wonderful client that has inspired this episode. She wanted me to say that color comes and goes, and that is part of the process and keep working for the glimpses of color, especially when you don't feel like you can keep going or when you feel like you don't want to keep going. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to speaking to you in upcoming episodes about vacationing, warmer weather, triggers, how to talk to people in your life about this stuff. Until next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.